Hello and welcome back to Bob Lab. I'm Nate here with Jason. So, Nate, what do you want to talk about today? Well, let's see. It's February 5th on the day we're recording this. I mean, pitchers and catchers report in like a week around that or something. Um, spring training, I think, starts in like two to three weeks. So, essentially, the offseason is over. I mean, like, I really think for just about every... I don't think we've had any... It's been a long time since there's been any big moves for any team. So, like, although the offseason's technically not over, it essentially is. I mean, it's not like we had, you know, a lockout for the first few months to where, like, you know, spring training was essentially the time for the offseason. So, yeah, it's basically over. So, I think... You know, it is more than appropriate to um, grade the offseason for our Boston Red Sox. Yeah, and, you know, first off, this is completely our opinions. And, uh, I mean, obviously, why wouldn't it be? But my point is basically, you know, we're not going to agree. I might disagree with Nate on some things. This is not, you know, uh, a list we made of, you know, we agree on this, we agree on that, you know, we'll be saying our own intakes and going from there, so. Yeah, I mean, essentially, on, on, uh, we have the, the Red Sox sort of off-season, you know, additions and subtractions list on Fangraphs, we're gonna go over, not all of them, but most of them, probably the big, you know, highlights, if you can even call it that, and like, you know, some of the guys that we got rid of, and just our opinions, and just mainly the moves, that they've made throughout the offseason and say our thoughts on them and at the end just give an overall grade for it. Absolutely. So first off, do you want to talk about departures or do you want to talk about additions? Um, I think, how about we start off with departures, actually? Yeah, so first guy on the list, Tyler Danish, uh, Matt Strom, Michael Waka, who's technically a free agent, but I have a hard time seeing the Sox signing him, uh, Nathan Avaldi, J.D. Martinez, Rich Hill, Yu Chang, Ronchi Cordero, Eric Cosmer, and a guy named Xander Bogarts. Yeah, um, I will say that... And Tommy Pham. Yeah, Tommy Pham. I, I think Xander Bogarts, you know, I, ironically, I think that is one of the things about this offseason that kind of frustrated me the least. I mean, obviously, it stunk to see him go, but I think... We, we've been over this, you know, in our last few episodes, like, he was only, we could only keep him if he was gonna, if we were willing to sign an 11-year contract for him, and obviously, I don't think we, I don't think I wanted that, so, yeah, but, like, I think, um, to me, like, one of the more, um, frustrating, um, subtractions to me was Eric Hosmer, it seemed like we were gonna, i it seemed like, you know, first base had been a hole, during the season, and we finally got, you know, a guy who can maybe fill it there. Obviously, his best years are behind him, but he could at least provide good defense, and it seems that, you know, he could at least be a guy to maybe platoon with Cassis now, but it seems that, you know, we've decided to just get rid of him, and, you know, Cassis is our first baseman, which I just, again, you'll see this theme of just riskiness and just really having to bank on guys who are just not, have who have, or just not really proven, or just have barely played. And I think Casas is a good example of that. I think he played for a month last year, and now he's our starting first baseman. Like, who else do we have at first now? Look, he, uh, uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, and Justin Turner. Hooray! Justin Turner. Justin Turner. Wait, are they looking at having Justin Turner play first base? I mean, he, I, I don't, I don't know the exact plan, but 
he has experience at first base. He, does he? Does he really? Wait, yes, wh- he does. Okay, I, I guess. I mean, like, wh- when though? That's risky. I, I don't know. Back in his day, uh, back in days with the Dodgers, I, the, I don't remember him ever playing. But he has okay. per baseball reference. Okay, know. all right. But again, like you know, the little to no experience thing is another thing I just don't like, and we've been doing that a lot. So, yeah, a move I really don't like. I mean, it's not like Eric Cosmer's great, but he's a good guy to at least have around. Um, Rich Hill is currently a free agent. No, he's not. He's with the Pirates. Oh, yeah, Rich Hill signed with the Pirates. Uh, I mean, I, I, I got to say, that doesn't that doesn't annoy me that much. I mean, he is 43 years old, and we got Corey Kluber, as sort of like our veteran guy, so I guess to me that's a wash. Um, JD Martinez is kind of another wash too, because like he, yeah, is he has he signed with the team or is he still a free JD agent? JD is a Dodger. Oh yeah, he signed with the Dodgers. Um, so yeah, I think JD is just another wash because we kind of ascent. We got like Justin Turner who like might play between first and DH, and like you know I was actually looking at. JD Martinez and Justin Turner's numbers in 2022, and both their numbers were almost identical. Right. So I guess it's a wash. But the there thing too. is, the thing is, you know how JD's OPS decreased by month. The opposite is with Turner. What do you it mean? Starts, like he got better as the he unit? got better as time went on. Okay, all right. You know, power's declining in both of those guys. Uh, obviously, what uh, Turner's much older. But the thing with Turner is he can play in the field if necessary. If yeah. Devers has a lingering injury, you can stick him there for yeah. three, four, five games and t- and then put uh, Devers in the DH role. But, you know, the thing with Devers, or the thing with Turner, he could play. He can play the field. JD can't. And yeah. I think it was time for JD to go. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, but we'll get I mean, to Turner later. Yeah, um... Yeah, that's a decent point. I mean, Avaldi, that that kind of stinks. Avaldi signing with the Rangers, right? For like two years, I think. Like, uh, was it a big contract or like no, you know, a small it was contract? it was a two year deal with a vesting third option. Uh, how are you? Third year. I, I don't know. I would have liked to. Keep, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, since he was able to get a rather team friendly contract with Texas, it kind of annoys me that um he that we let him walk. I mean, he's been. I mean, I think he had one bad year in 2019, but, like, overall, like, his four-year contract after the 2018 season had been pretty solid, and he had been, and he'd consistently sort of been, like, you know, at least for parts of all the seasons aside from 29, of course, like, you know, our most reliable guy in the rotation. So it does kind of annoy me that we've lost him. It, it, it annoys me because if you got him back, he would be your ace of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he was hurt last year. His walks were down. His his home, home runs, runs were up, were, though. But that's I think that's fixable. Yeah, for a I guy think, like him. Yeah, you know? um, yeah, I, I that yeah, not not good. That that's probably that that one's kind of frustrating. He's our he's he would be our ace, and it didn't really seem like he signed for Texas for all for Texas for all that much. And and Texas, he's not even going to be the ace for Texas. Texas is Degrom. Yeah, Degrom, which you know I, I've cited is a little is a little on is there's I think there's turmoil with that move because of his injury history lately but anyway um to on to Michael Waka he's is he just currently a free agent he is currently a free agent as of right now yeah I'm 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 100% sure okay um I don't know it seems that I guess since it's February and he's 
still a free agent and doesn't really seem like we're going to sign him, which I don't really get. I think he, he was like, he he only pitched like 20 games, but he was our best guy. So I, so yeah, this one's kind of a mystery to me. Like, I think we should, we should have, we should or should have at least tried to keep him on the team if we could get him for cheap. So I don't know. So yeah, this one's just weird. Yeah. Um. You want to move on to the next one? I think you've said everything. Yeah. Uh. I mean, like it, then it's Matt Strong. We have Strong. Tyler Danish is outrighted to minors. No, I he's think. with another team. He's I think he's... he's with the Yankees. Hmm. Um. No. Who, I'm yeah. Sure. Okay. Like whatever. Um, I mean, like and then Yu Chang, whatever. Franchi, he's with the Orioles. Yeah. I think Hosmer, we. I think we covered Hosmer. all of like you know the big subtractions. Let's let's first. I want to talk about Bogarts for a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, you mentioned that, you know, to get Bogarts, you would have had to offer 11 years and about 280 million, which is not worth it. You know, I, I'm, I'd be mad if we did that to, to be quite frank with you. I think he, he's on the decline power wise, but that, but by no means is he a bad, is, does he, you know, provide a bad, uh, bat or a bad, defense i mean he's a plus war guy he's a plus war guy like, yeah absolutely but like signing guys into their mid 30 season that's just no that's yeah that's a no that's a no flaw no fly with me yeah i mean definitely yeah if i'm a padres fan this would the bogarts move would not be one i love it's gonna cost them Juan soto i think when you look at, you know he's a free agent in two years and wait after, Juan soto is Juan soto is a free agent oh wow uh, after twenty after the twenty twenty four season. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Uh. So yeah. Bogarts. I mean, really, the the, the 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 we've been over this a lot. But the main thing that annoys me about Bogarts is just kind of the context and like you know the how avoidable this situation was. But we've been over that um many times. So I think like you know that's it for subtractions. Overall, like I mean, like I think we kind of lost some. I mean, like a cup, like two washes, but we also just cut lost some guys that I don't really see that I think we shouldn't have lost, like Avaldi and Eric Hosmer. But overall, like you know, with subtractions, not terrible, not good. I would have liked to seen more um, effort into signing these guys because yeah. apparently the story behind Avaldi was the Red Sox offered Avaldi a multi-year contract. And he said, you know, I want to wait. I want to see what other teams offer me. Then he saw the market. And then he came back to the Red Sox and asked him for the same offer. He They offered him. And the Red Sox were like, actually, no, we're not going to we're not gonna offer you the same thing because we got Yoshida. And here we are now. Hmm. That's, wow, I didn't know that. That That's that's annoying. Like, well, wow, it, it's, that, that is, that's bad. Like, I mean, okay. That that is eye opening. Thank you for telling me about that. Yeah, I mean, I all right. That that's frustrating. Let's We're go to frustrating with with some of the guys that they lost. And I feel like another thing is that there was like a a week. There were like a few weeks where it seems they made no moves aside from DFA. So yeah, like kind of like bad with the subtractions. But I think it might even be even worse with the additions, if you can even call it that. Okay, first. Jolie Rodriguez, one-year deal. <laughs> Shocker. Like, I mean, like, like, woohoo! They addressed the bullpen in like have, the most chicken poop way. <laughs> he might have arbitration years, but go on. You know, talk. I about... mean, like, he has an ER. He's been in the league since 2016. He's like, he's in, he like 30, 31. 
and he has a career ERA of over four and a half. So it's not like, you know, you can talk about how good this guy's stuff is. So, like, this this move does nothing for me. It really does nothing for me. Let's see. He he, he has, let's see, Arbeers. Yeah, he, he has a club option next year. And then, he had, if the Red Sox decide to keep him, uh, they have a few Arbeers left in him. But, you know... A solid pickup. Really? Why was? Why is it a solid pickup? He's not even good. He got nothing. He, he's not good, but he's also he doesn't suck. You know, he could be a back end lefty. He's a lefty. Yeah. I don't know. Like just. Uh, um. Uh, um. Um. It's a decent move. I think that. I think. It's an okay I think, move. I think that's a little generous. It's just like. Career ERA of over four and a half. That's bad. Like you okay, know, compared even... to some of these other moves, you think that's you think that's. I mean, I guess compared to the other moves, but still like n- not good uh, to me. Below average, I would say that the Joely Rodriguez move is a below average move. We got him for cheap, but that seems like what, that's what we've done that with just about every other guy. Um, Chris Martin. Now this this move's all right because it seems that he's had. He's been he's had better moves than Rod better numbers than Rodriguez and you know has been good somewhat recently but he's 37 years old so like I don't so again like I don't think we I don't really know what we're going to get from him like I I mean I I wouldn't be surprised if he either gets hurt due to his age and isn't able to pitch much or he's just you know really starts to regress so like this moves all right but Again, I don't love it. Had a career year with the Dodgers last year and the Cubs. You know, walks like almost nobody. I think he's good with that. You know, a, a decent setup guy to Jansen, who we'll talk about next. All right. I mean, if he had a career year last year, that does help a little bit, but just just kind of eh. It's all, it's, a, it's all right. It does a little bit, but I just don't really love that he's 37. No. I don't either. A lot of old guys. Yeah, yeah. This is another theme. Like a lot of these guys, a lot of are veteran old. guys. Yes. I mean, veteran, but like veterans, a little generous. Like some of these guys are in their mid to late thirties. Uh, the veteran. Uh, those are veterans, aren't well, they? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know they're veterans, but like you know, not really kind of in a in the good sense. More like you know. I mean, they're the on the wrong sense. side. The of wrong 30. side of thirty. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um. All right, Kenley Jansen. Uh. I, th- I don't know how to feel about I, again, this. Again, like, I, this one is really roll the dice because it seems that he pitched pretty well with Atlanta last year. But again, like, um, there are a lot of question marks. Um, one, like, you know, he's getting up there with age. We're going we're, we're gonna to say that a lot, so please bear with us. And I think another thing is the pitch clock. I mean, obviously, I think the pitch clock's a good thing for baseball, but, like, you know, this guy is one of the slowest workers in baseball, and now, like, you know, there's a clock behind him, and that might affect, you know, his effectiveness at on the mound, which isn't good, and he might pitch worse, and he could pitch worse because of that. So, um, I don't really... So, this move... I, I just don't know how to feel. I think I'm with you. I... Roll the dice, I think so. It's going to be interesting to see how he adjusts to the pitch clock because you, you, you can run a marathon in the time in between pitches. Yeah, but I will say Kenley Jansen has a pretty good ceiling. If he gets used to the pitch clock, I feel like he could be, you know, 
a consistent, reliable closer for the Boston Red Sox, which it has been far too long since should've I've been able to last, say that. Should have done that last offseason. You know, it would have it changed so much. You know, we would have been able to close so many more games. And, yeah. Um, yes, next. and, like, these are pr- – and another thing. These are pretty much our bullpen additions. So it's just pretty disappointing overall. I mean, like, an okay move with Chris Martin, a sort of, like, you know – like, you know, a really either high or low move with Jansen, and then just a pretty much nothing move with Rodriguez. Kind of a low average move, really, with Joely Rodriguez, and that's it. Oh, and, well, not exactly. We also got um, Theo Denlinger. Yeah, and, whatever. That's a whatever move. That's a, and, and Richard Blyer, which I actually think this is one of our... I think this is a decent move. I mean, Richard Blyer, I think, like, you know, he's a good ground ball guy. He's a lefty, which we need, so... All right, that, that that that's okay, but like, really, that's all it is. Just okay. Yeah, and then you get to this guy named Masataka Yoshida, which, yeah, he does have upside. Yes, he was good in Japan, but how much of that's going to translate to the MLB? We have no idea. We yeah, have, and we think we know, but we don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a five-year contract. I, uh, didn't it set some type of record? For, like, isn't he like the highest paid? It, like, player from Japan now? Yep. yep. Highest ever contract. Wow, I mean, that's... This is way too big of a risk. Then, like, six hours later, Bogart's left. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, this move, I mean, if he... I mean, there's a possibility that he could be pretty good, but, like, you know, again... He could be bad. Yeah, there's too much uncertainty. Just way too much uncertainty. I don't think we're, I don't think we're really paying with certainty here. I think we're throwing all this money Thanks, at Rob him Bradford. yeah rob bradford like that i mean if you, you probably if you've seen that episode that's probably one of the best points he's made gotta pay with certainty and i just don't think we're doing that with um yoshida and with a lot of our moves so yeah it's just i i, I don't like this move i mean like because i mean sure he was good in japan but like you know doesn't really mean that he's going to be great in the majors like i mean obviously we've seen it with guys like ichiro and um Matsui, but just yeah, way too risky. Way too risky, this move. Don't forget about a guy named Shohei Otani, but he's a two-way player. Yeah. But, okay. But the thing like, is, I with mean, Yoshida, you are, you're not playing cards. You're, you're simply rolling dice with him. I could see him hitting, uh, getting on base, uh, an on-base uh, percentage of, you know, 375, 400. I could also see him hitting a buck 30 after May, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it is nice that he plays the outfield and we need some outfield help, but again, not, like, you know... He's not a good defender. Yeah, and he's not even a good defender. I mean, like, you know, like, you could say, ooh, we got an outfielder, we got some relievers, ooh, maybe we're filling the holes, but, like, you know, we're filling them yet not filling them. It's that That's kind of what it is. I mean, there's just so many asterisks you can put on these acquisitions. It's like, they're... I mean, like, we've gotten, like... We've technically um, gotten sort of the quantity of the acquisitions, but not really the quality. Or, like, you know, we just don't know what we're getting. You know, that's the thing. Two off-seasons ago in 21, you know, you're taking, you're rolling dices with people. You know, Kike Hernandez, uh, Hunter Renfro. Uh, who else am I thinking of? Uh, at second base, Arroyo, before he was uh, the guy he turned into today. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, Alex Verdugo. When he when he got traded, um, you know you just never know with these guys, um, and that's I guess, and I guess that's a theme of of 
Bloom's approach, and I just don't think that's a good part of it. Hey, for certainty, you need... I was hoping Bloom would get an impact player this offseason. Yeah. I was excited because I thought this was the offseason. No. It seems no. that we can't, we've, been con- we've constantly missed on impact players. I think we should quickly touch upon, like, all the guys that I think the Red Sox could have or should have gotten and missed. Like, um... Let's think. Mitch Hanniger, like, you know. Uh, Mitch Hanniger would have been a perfect addition. Perfect fit. Like, I mean, but no. Def proved himself as one of the be- better outfielders in all of baseball. He Didn't get him. Cheap. Um, Not cheap, but, any, like, a good deal with the Giants. He signed for a good deal with the Giants. Um, Gene Segura, like, another sawmill infielder. Prob- this was probably this was probably before we heard that Trevor Story got hurt. But, again, like, this. But Gene Segura is, like, you know, really well, solid well, hitter. okay, even with Trevor Story hurt. Because Trevor's – before Trevor Story got hurt, you know? Because Trevor Story, you remember, oh, yeah. he was going to play the sh- – he was going to play shortstop. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was, I was about second to, base. I was about to touch you know? upon He's that. Like, a- even – even if we didn't know, like I think they should have still tried to get another middle infielder or Dansby Swanson. This one really pisses because me off. Because the alleged, the alleged move, the alleged path of this team is they're gonna build around Devers and they're gonna, you know, uh, wait till Meyer or Marcelo Mayer is gonna be ready. That's stupid. And it's so incredibly risky. You know, Marcelo Meyer isn't gonna. We are not gonna see him in the majors until like September of twenty twenty four. But what's the direction in this team? Because you know, extending Devers, you know, that was an ownership move. That mm-hmm. was not a Heimblum move. That was an ownership move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, you got to get asses in seats at Fenway Park. Yeah, and by not signing a franchise player. You're just gonna piss off the fan base even more. Yeah, and then the whole winter weekend thing happened because they thought, yeah, we we signed Devers, everything's okay. Wrong, wrong. Yeah. Wrong, Nate. Wrong, yeah. wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, the, there is that attitude of like you know we signed Devers, will you leave us alone? You happy now? Which. Mm, no, I mean, I, I just, I don't think what they've done so far is enough. But anyway, where were we? We were uh, on, like... Yoshida, uh, next is Justin Turner. We kind of already talked about him. Mm. I'll address him a little more. I think it's a... Okay. It's... <sighs> All right. It's... Whatever. Me- mediocre move. Like it's, it... it's it's a lateral move. It's a push. Yeah, it's a, a, lateral a, a, lot of, a lot of push moves. I think that's another theme of the... Like, a lot of push and lateral moves in the soft season. I mean... He can, you know, be in that DH spot. Maybe we can put him at first base, but of course he doesn't have much experience at that. I'm just so tired of just throwing guys at positions that, you know, they have little to no experience at. But whatever, I guess I just got to accept it at this point because they keep doing it. And yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, his best years are certainly behind him and he's 38. There's not much to get excited about this move, but like, you know, at least it's not like stupid, I guess. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, next, got Nico Goodrum, minor league deal. You know, depth. Um, then Corey Kluber. Uh, this, I mean, he pitched a full, he pitched pretty much a, he pitched a full season last year. I mean, this guy, if he's going to be in, like, the back end of our rotation, I, I actually like this move. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys in our rotation right now are back end guys. And it's not good because the only guy who is, you know, ace ace capable is Chris Sale. And you don't even really have a number two. You have a lot of three through five guys and Kluber just adds to a depth guy. You know, I, I said this early, early on, you know, if, if Kluber is replacing the innings by 
you know, Cutter Crawford, Josh Winkowski, Connor Siebold, um, who else? Rich Hill, you know, that's a decent move. But if he's replacing the innings by Evaldi, then I don't like the move. And it's looking like Evaldi because you have no front-end starter. You have none of that. Yeah, I mean, Pavetta, but, like, even... Can you even say that? Like Pavetta, Pavetta you have to put in the rotation. Yeah, like, uh, he like, definitely... Because he eats up innings. That's the thing. Yeah. He might not be good, but he's the only guy you can confidently say... Wait, what's the deal with Garrett Woodlock? Is he going to be a starter? He's going to be a starter. Okay, all right, then... All right. If Garrett Whitlock... I don't he's not like, going to be a number one starter. Yeah, I know, but like if he's if he's a guy who can be number two, and you know maybe make his adjustment to the starting rotation. I mean, like obviously I said that I I would prefer him in the bullpen, but let's say but let's say he, since like you know our rotation needs some help, since our rotation needs some help, all right, put him back in the rotation. Um, if Garrett Whitlock can be pretty good at the rotation at the level of a number two guy, then I think that um. This this move is pretty good, and you know Garrett Whitlock has shown exceptional talent, you know, in the bullpen. So I don't know. I, I want to be a little positive for once. So I think this move of Corey Kluber is just barely good. I don't know. We'll see if he gets hurt. You know, I don't know. He he's had a lot of injury concerns. You know, to your credit, he did pitch a full season. Yeah, I mean, he made 32 starts last year. But so he's that... also, like, 37, 38. Yeah. I forget his exact age. Why is he listed at age 37 season? At least at least it's only one year. It's so a one-year deal. Yeah, Whoa, what many, a shocker. Yeah, many one-year deals. Oh, yeah, it's like they've really... Like as you've said, Jason, they've—I mean, they've—this is their—you've really wanted them to see—really wanted to see them make impact moves, but they've— it's like they're allergic to that and are actively trying not to, and I just don't think it's good. Goodwill. Sorry. Um, so, net in the, there are other signings, you know, Greg Allen, minor league. Jorge Alfaro to a minor league contract. You know, I think him and Connor Wong are going to be competing for that, you know, backup catcher spot. I mean, Alfaro, I think, has shown a little bit of, has shown that for a catcher, he has a decent enough bat. So, I guess, you know, I wouldn't mind him being our backup. So, I guess, I guess. I guess that's an all right move and then Ronald Tapia I mean does suck that he I mean I do have a bit of a grudge against him because he had such some huge hits as a Blue Jay against us but like you know I guess not bad for, to get for outfield depth no not at all I think oh and also it's minor leagues too oh and also Adam Duvall I I don't know I think he this is one of our better moves I mean he hit he had as many home you know funny thing about Duvall is in 2021, he has had as many home runs and RBIs as Raphael Devers with 38 and 113. Obviously, he hit for a much worse average, but like this is a guy that can provide some pop at the bat. So, and he plays outfield. So, I mean, obviously, it's another it's yet another one year deal. But Adam Duvall, all right move. Guy who doesn't Decent. hit for average, he hits for he is for power. You know, I think he's gonna love the Green Monster. Big question with him, is he going to stay healthy? Because I think he only played 120 games in 2021 with the Marlins and... Well, well, in 20, no, 2021, he played a full season. It or was no. 2022 or where he only 2022, played... 2022, sorry. Where sorry. he only played around 100. But, like, you know... And then he got hurt. You only have to go back two years. You only have to go back to 2021 to his last full season. So, so I'll, I'll take it with the end of all. I kind of like that move, just a little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do too. One year deal though. Yeah. So, um, next, you know, I think that you know that's a wrap for you know free agent signings. Let's go to trades. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. Sorry. Um, so first guy, uh, the Hoy, the Hoy Park. I don't even the, know what's. Yeah. Okay. Who so the, is Jacob Wallace in yeah. Inimer Lobo? <laughs> oh boy. Thanks, Fangraph. So, the, the first you know, be the notable trade you know is definitely Josh Taylor getting traded for Alberto Mondesi. Don't like it. Do I not, I don't like it. Do not like it. I mean, Josh Taylor was a big part of that bullpen in 2021. It sucked. He got injured all of last year, but like you know, I think he could bounce back. He's a good lefty guy in 2021. Like I think he really pitched. He pitched pretty well. I think he had like a 26 consecutive scoreless appearances. I mean, I think he slowed down from there, but he was a pretty reliable guy and a guy that I definitely missed last year. And for Mondesi, I mean, yes, he technically plays the middle infield, but like. This, but again, very lateral move with Mondesi because he's going to be coming off another injury. You know, and it's not here's like he's really thing. shown much as a player when he's healthy. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. you, you, you're really, you're taking, you're exchanging lottery tickets. But I think the payout was better for Josh Taylor. And let me explain: Josh Taylor, well, let's play devil's advocate for a second. Yeah, Josh Taylor had a bad year, or uh, sorry, a bad year. He had an injured 2022 that might have derailed his career. You know, he was allegedly out with you know a back injury. You know, I, I have a hard time believing that that was the whole cause for him. But maybe, maybe to the Red Sox credit, maybe they know something that the Royals don't, and. I don't know, maybe he won't pitch again, but maybe he will return to form, 2021 form. That's... So, but you traded him, you traded Taylor, and you DFA'd Matt Barnes for a guy who's not even going to start the season for you, maybe. Wait, uh, wait. Honestly. Really? He might not even start. What's his injury? like? He tore his ACL early last oh year. Oh my god. And look. Alberto Mondesi has had one season where he's played over 75 games, which was 2018. That is, oh my God. And he barely reached 100 I didn't games. like this move before I learned all that. It's you need to pay move. for certainty, Nate. Nate, you need guys, guys. You, you, need, you need guys who can play games. Mondesi has never played a full season. Yeah, oh, he's good when he's healthy. Okay, when he's healthy. That's like half the season. You know, him and Arroyo... I think the envision is him, they platoon, while Kike's at short and Duvall's in center. So I, I don't get this move. And you uh, downgraded your uh, bullpen depth. Which was already a problem to be. Wow, wow. Like, My problem not- was DFAing Matt Barnes instead of Caleb Ort or Ryan Brazier, two guys Hein Bloom has said they have faith in, which is. Absolutely absurd. Yeah, okay, you are right. That that you are you are spot on with that, Jason. I mean, like, like I mean, Matt Barnes. He's had his ups and downs, but he's a guy that we know well in the in the bullpen. It seems like he was things were looking up with him at the end, and like Adelberto Mondesi is a guy that he's like you know going to probably be out. He's going to be out for the vast majority of you know, this season probably as much a story, maybe even more. But, and, you know, we didn't DF and the fact that we didn't eat DFA guys like Caleb Orr and Ryan Brazier makes this move make zero sense. 
Yep, I I totally agree because at the time, right? Yeah, J- Josh Taylor's traded for Monacy. You know, you still had Adam Duvall who needed to be DFA'd. So I, I'm looking at that move. I'm like, okay, Adam Duvall you, who needed to be DFA'd. Or, sorry, who needed a 40 man spot, which okay. would probably come in a DFA. I have never seen so many DFA's in an offseason. Yeah, like yeah, as it's crazy how many. Um, I feel yeah again. I feel like point, that was all they did for a little bit. And my point is, you know, it would have been much better if if Brazier was gone. I, I I wanted to see Matt Barnes more. You know, I, I I'm I wasn't that big of a Matt Barnes fan to begin with. You know, I I had a little bit of faith in him. I think. Nate, remember how I think in a few episodes ago it's like you know we say this every <laughs> at the start of every season we'll give him one more chance if he was gonna be on the Red Sox it's like all right this is the la- absolute last time we'll give him a chance like I don't care how we perform or I don't care if he does bad but performs a little bit uh, to 2021 form you know this is his last shot and I was excited you know he 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 pitched to a great second half. After the All Star break, but no, yeah, and just, you, D- you you DFA him yeah, over. Yeah, it's just like a lot of it is just like they made yeah. this option, even though they clearly should have done something different. Like they, you know, they DFA Matt Barnes, even though they really should have DFA'd a guy like Brazier or Ort, who were just awful. Now, by the way, Dahlbeck's still on this team, but he has value, so. What value? Really? A little bit. I think it's a little bit. I, I well, against left-handed yeah. pitching would be. Oh yeah, perhaps one of the more stunning DFA's is a Franklin Herman, which is like. Uh, well, I don't. I don't what about Franklin Herman? Who, who's he? He was that pitching prospect we got in the Onovino trade. Hmm. Where we traded cash for you know, uh, Adam Onovino, one year of him, and then Franklin Herman, who's a flame-throwing righty, you know, who has a high potential. Hmm. We and- DFA'd him, but we traded him to the... Because, uh, you know, there's a period where you can, yeah, you can trade. Yeah. That's what happened when Matt Barnes asked that. We got Richard Blyer. Oh, you know, we got who, Richard Blyer for that's Matt a good, Barnes? That's one of the better t- pickups, you know? Okay, so we got Richard Blyer for Matt Barnes? Yeah. Okay, that makes it a, okay, that makes it a little bit better, but just, um... But still not good. It, yeah, uh, it, like I said, it... You know, it would have been better if it was, like, Ort or something. Yeah, and I feel like... It's not like Richard Blyer's that good, so I feel like they DFA'd someone like Brazier. I feel like we could have probably still gotten someone like Savant Page looks weird. You know, it's it's like you know, blue, I know blue it's like bad. Yeah, I yeah, I know yeah, it's like know, Richard you know. Richard Byers like a ground ball guy. Like um, he's a ground ball guy. Yeah, foolish... and it's already a mediocre infield at best. <laughs> Maybe let's hope that it's just weak contact. You know, I yeah. don't make the errors. Um, yeah, anyway, back to what on. I was saying about Frank Herman. Like you, like I said, you know, you really have faith in thirty-one-year-old Caleb Ort over this young, good prospect in Franklin Herman. I'm sorry, I know he was not that good. You know, he he couldn't get an out earlier this season. Wait, did he pitch? I, one of those September calls. Yeah, I get, you know? yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't watch the team at. All. I basically didn't watch the team at all in the second half of September. So nope, like, me neither. I, I, I stack cast. I'm like, okay, let's see. You know what guys are pitching to see. You know if they had stuff. You know, like Bayo showed some good signs. Yeah, um, oh yeah. By the way, uh, the other move. You know, early on in the offseason, Paxton. Uh, the team declined his their option, but he had a. Um, 
player option of like three or four million, which he accepted. So he's still on the team. He's still on the team. Maybe he can pitch a game for us because he hasn't. He has not pitched a single game. So okay, so I know this episode's getting very long for our standards. So, so I think like we should probably just go with our overall ranking. Overall ranking. I'm gonna give this off season with a combination of just lateral moves and then moves that kind of didn't really make much sense. And the fact that, you know, they missed out on, you know, some impact guys that I think they were capable of getting. I think it's a D. I mean, just just bad. Like just like for every, I think for every, I think they had like three decent moves, three, a couple of moves that did nothing, and a couple that were just bad and kind of baffling. Yeah, we don't we don't do plus or minuses here. It's just either A, B, C, D, F. You know, instincts want to say F. I want to say F so bad, but you know, I'll give it a D, and here's why. And- you know, you did get Devers, which was the bare minimum. Yeah. Bare minimum. And, and the, technically... I, I think the ceiling for this team is about 90, 90, 90 games oof. and a wild card spot. Really? I think I don't think the ceiling for this that, team that, is that, all that, that is high. the ceiling. That is really? I, I could see them winning 90 games like a 2013 team would. I think you're banking right now on a 2013 team, not a 2018 team or a 2000 and uh what seven or 2014 you are banking on what happened in 2013 to happen in 2023 you know 10 years later it happened funny jordan's furniture promo you know oh the 2023 team similar to the 2020 or 2013 team you know it happened 10 years ago it could happen again if the red sox win the world series your furniture will be yours free yeah you know know, i could that's what they're banking on right now though Mm. in all seriousness you know I could, like I was saying, you know, I could see them win 90 games. I can also see them winning, like, 70 games, you know? You just don't know, you know? And a lot of these signings will know how good or how bad they are by, you know, mid-May, early June. And it could be really good. It could be really bad. But, Nate, here's the thing. All of them aren't going to pan out. That's reality. All these young guys aren't going to meet their expectations. I'd be shocked if all of them did. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think their ceiling's not that high. I'm thinking, like, because the lineup, I think, has... It's not horrible, but, like, you know, Trevor's story being out for the season's a backbreaker because, like... Oh, yeah, I, it's more because, of, you know, we don't know when he'll return. He's, he wants to play this season, but I think... If he's going to be out return, for months. He's, he's going to be, be out for months. It's gonna, but you know the, how the Red Sox handle injuries. Oh, he's out for one month. Oh, he's out for two months. Oh, he had a setback in freaking in the freaking minors. Oh, he's going to be out three months. Oh, he's going to be out for the season. What a shocker! <laughs> or right, anyway, but like I feel like we still don't really have any middle infield. Like, what's even our middle uh, infield? I feel like our lack of middle infield. Like you know, we tech the fact that we technically you know like, you know, address the holes, but, like, you know, and got guys who play the positions that, you know, we have holes in but aren't very good and are rather low quality, I think the ceiling for this team is more like 84, 85 wins because it's just, I I just, I, I think, like, especially considering that the division that we're in, 84, 85 wins is the ceiling. And I feel like maybe the floor, you know, I would say is still around, like, 70 wins. Yeah, and I, I, this this does oh, not look like a playoff team to me, even if a lot of things go right. On unrelated news, you know, Kyrie Irving just got traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Hmm. Huh. 
crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, and just this off season was bad. It, it was, it, I, I, it, it was bad and disappointing. Bad and disappointing. Like, it had potential to be one of the better ones. You know, if you if you somehow got Xander for like six years, one hundred and sixty million. If you did get someone like Mitch Haniger, if you did get a Dansby Swanson, if you did get a front end starter, you are already a much better team. Yeah, it seems that they purposely just didn't try to go for the impact and just went with all these, a bunch of small moves, but like most of these small moves like aren't good. I think there's maybe three that I kind of like. That and a bunch of DFAs and just like a bunch of confusing stuff. I think I think they definitely deserve a D here cuz like, you know, they technically in a very they in a very technical sense addressed some of the holes and um they so signed De- Devers, so that's a D for me and I think that's all I got. This yeah. episode's getting real long. Yeah, I I'm excited for spring training. I'm excited for the season. I think this offseason's been one of the longer ones. Or no, yeah. not not certainly as long as last off last off season was. Oh my goodness! Yeah. You know how long that was? Very long. It oh. felt like a year. Yeah, but like, anyway, there's uh, remember that Nate. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there's no deal today. There is never going to be a deal today. MLBPA, uh, un er, disappointed with the offer from the MLB. Mm-hmm. The MLB is disappointed that the MLBPA is disappointed. Little progress was made. Little progress was made. Oh. What are they talking about in there? Food? No. Oh, yeah. We like we we like we like pepperoni on our pizza. Uh, you know, we don't like pineapple. We we like a little bit of meatballs. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. You guys like McDonald's? You guys like Popeyes? You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. We have this collecting collective bargaining agreement. Oh, you don't like you don't you don't like my pizza take? Yeah, we're we're frustrated with you. Yeah. Yeah, wash, rinse, repeat. Oh, we're going to go for Florida for a week to see if we can get it done. Yeah, we, we make no progress whatsoever. <laughs> MLB lost all the progress made with Players Association in just one meeting. Or how about this? The MLBPA, the, the meeting between the players and the owners lasted five minutes. <laughs> all right. Um, um, we're getting way off topic. I think we just... We're excited for baseball. Not that excited for the Red Sox. I think that's it. Bryce Harper saves the MLBs. Okay. All right. Um, that's a wrap. Go Sox. Go Sox.